0: You're welcome to Popcorn, the life of Mother Wee mm-hmm. yeah. Popcorn Episode Obama Young. Abama Black Legend <laughs> Ha Episode 14. 14 the magic number. Alright, that's a lucky lucky two times. So I was talking about um, MC Africa. To cut the long story short, Tito Simo's represented Nigeria for the Sprite MC battle. That was in 2008. And uh, me, Blaze Ikechuku, I think, and Leslie Kasumba from Uganda. She was based in South Africa. She's a hip hop head. She later headed a Channel O, and she later relinquished her hip-hop headness. <laughs> she later relinquished it when she now said her name is Duro <laughs> Duro Leslie. <laughs> and she told me that, I don't, I, do, I don't listen to hip-hop that much anymore, because hip-hop is not very interesting anymore. I was like, whoa! <laughs> you know, it's crazy how a lot of people jumped on the Afrobeat wave and decided to turn their backs on hip-hop. But for me, I just feel it's all music. You can enjoy Afrobeat and enjoy hip-hop. You can enjoy jazz, blues, reggae, rock and roll, you can do It's just music. You don't have to relinquish your hip-hopness for any other genre of music. But I don't really care man. That's that's her. That's her business man. So Yeah, we got to South Africa, it was all good again. Like South Africa happened to be one of my favorite places to visit because I had quite a few friends there. Proverb, I remember me and Proverb just riding and he he was doing something for Audi. Was it Audi? I think it was Audi. Proverb, correct me if I'm wrong. He was uh, doing some uh, advert promotion for a car company and he, he pulled up in this new whip. And he was like, Mode, I'm coming to get you. He came to the hotel. I'm coming to get you, man. We'll go do a track. So he pulled up in this new whip and we went to the studio. And then while we were on our way, I think the studio was quite far from my hotel. He was just popping in CDs, beats. There was a guy called Nyams. He's a producer. There were several other producers. He was just playing me random beats and we were just freestyling in his whip. Proverb can freestyle, man. Proverb is super dope. That's... One of the MCs in Africa, I just look at I'm like, wow. There are few MCs that really do it for me. Proverb Stu is it Stu G? Uh, that's Tumi. Uh, to me. To me, Proverb Zobs. There's this other young guy, uh, I've forgotten his name. A young South African rapper he's dope i heard some stuff that he did man he's super dope man hhp rest in peace hhp hhp was a was a phenomenal rapper and performer man like you can't just talk about african hip-hop without mentioning hhp reggie rockstone that's one of the grandfathers of hip-hop man As respect to reggie rockstone all the way from ghana but yeah so me and him were just rolling to the studio and i didn't really know what to expect man because everybody who knows me very well I don't like to write rhymes in the studio. I hate that. I hate being under pressure writing rhymes. I like to just calm down and just write my rhymes. Or so I usually have a bunch of rhymes with me. I have a bunch of rhymes with me and I just pick and choose and make it sweeter. That's what I do, but studio rhymes, it's not as if I can't do it, I've done it several times, but I just feel, hey, why rush yourself when you can actually sit down and deliberately write? Because I'm a writer. But I didn't care, man. I just wanted to do something with my main man, Proverb. So we got there. And uh, the engineer was already there you know, souping it up. And Proverb just put, just put one of the beats, the wave. I think it was on Cubase. I saw Proverb work the Cubase even better than his engineer. I was like, whoa, you've been recording yourself, right? Bad boy, bad boy. And he was like, yeah, I record myself every now and then. So, um, he started, we started writing and then he asked me, have you finished? I was like, no. The proverb had already finished, like, he finished his and everything. Like, I could swear he already had that in his head, but yeah, he finished it and he voiced it and then I voiced after and then we thought of the chorus together, we did the chorus, it was pro mode. I was pretty proud of what we did, man. What we did was, uh, next year you probably find out I'll be writing for Dre. That's when I dropped that bar. <laughs> so, um, we did it, and then everybody was like, wow, that's hard. And when it came out, it got me a lot of love in South Africa. A lot of people reached out to me, you know, a lot of South African people followed me on Facebook and stuff. I was always going back and forth, doing little things in essay, man. So yeah, the I met Wordsworth as a judge for um, Sprite MC Africa. I remember when we, we had a show, it was just me, Wordsworth, and Tumi. No, no, me, Wordsworth, and uh, Tito Simos that went to go and perform at that particular show. Just three of us. So the the driver, the taxi driver, came to my um, hotel room to pick me up first because we're in different hotels. I think another taxi driver took uh, Tito's there. I think think another driver took Tito. Maybe Tito rode with us. So I was at the back and the driver, the taxi driver, South African taxi driver just brought out Pentium IX. And he said, brah, brah, this is very, this is fire ne. This is fire ne. this is very good. You, you, Africa, you from Africa, West Africa, Nigeria. Oh my God, this is fire now. And he put it in and we were playing it. And I think we were on the track 360 Poetry when uh, we went to pick uh, Wordsworth wordsworth for punchlines and wordsworth the guys that did a collaboration with uh, wordsworth has a he, he has a grammy i think i think with tribe called quest punchline and wordsworth they did a song with uh tribe called quest veteran mc freestyle crazy man he even battled uh he battled proverb just to show the show the mcs what a real battle was like and it was crazy man both of them came with it I won't lie, man. I wouldn't, have be, I wouldn't have stood a chance at that time, man. <laughs> but writing, yeah, writing, that was my thing. So uh, we were playing 360 Poetry when we went to go and pick uh, Wordsworth up. And he jumps in the car. And we're riding for like 15 seconds. Then he goes, who's this? And then the taxi driver just said, is this bread and Is this bread and there It's fire. It's night." So He was like, oh, it's your music? And I was like, yeah, you, you want a copy? I gave him a copy. But you see, as a fan of hip-hop, I bought EMC. My copy was one of these paper copies, so it was nothing to me. I gave it, I gave Proverb, I be, sorry, I gave um, Wordsworth. And I bought the EMC. I went to him, I was like, do you have the new EMC? And he was like, oh, I just have a few left. And I told him to bring it. I got money for him because I, I didn't have cash. On me right there, I took money from someone who I was with, I don't I can't remember. And I bought that from him. And then I also bought two of these mixtapes. Uh, I think those two mixtapes are at home, they're in Nigeria right now. My my sister's crib. So we went to the place and uh Tito Tito performed. He just they just played any beat for him and he performed and he killed it. South African, you see this crowd is a hip-hop crowd, they listen and they were filling in, they were just they were vibing, it was mad. Tito jumps off stage and there's this South African rapper that I like. His name is Hymphatic Thabs. Hyperbolical hyphens. He has this South African accent. He raps like that. Just very deliberate. I just liked it. But, uh... I knew of him from the videos channel, Oh, you know, videos I used to watch back in the day. I, I used to really like his music. His music was crazy, off the hook. It was just something different, esoteric. But when he jumped on stage, I don't know whether he was drunk or whatnot. He couldn't even just, he, he couldn't do much. I was like, what, what's happening? And they're like, boo, boo. I was like, what, is this what they do to their heroes? It was really sad then, he jumps off stage. And then I go on stage and I perform. I found out that people in South Africa they really like MF Doom, so I was doing a tribute and I put Sean Price like Onion Head. That's one of my that's one of my favorite you know tracks and everything. They were like, yeah, yeah, we like MF MF Doom, MF Doom. I was like, all right, all right, shout out to MF Doom then whatever. <laughs> and then I continue rapping like I rap 360 poetry and they went crazy. And then. Wesworth jumps on stage. Now, he doesn't even perform one song that he has recorded. He freestyled the whole set. And he even used my name to freestyle. I was really proud. I was like, woo! I think I got the video, but I lost it. I don't know where that video is. Wesworth used my name to freestyle, and I felt really proud. Like, wow, man, I'm actually doing something right. Just like when Guru came to Nigeria, and Guru was doing an interview after the whole show, and he said, Yeah, I'm really feeling that cat mode nine. He came to me and he said, Listen, you know, I'm not into signing rappers because in Brooklyn, there's a lot like the whole, the bridge, there's a rappers lining up, rappers who can rap backwards. Or they, uh, I was like, listen, guru, I'm not looking for a record deal. I'm already signed to a label called Payback Time Records and they're taking care of me. I just, you know, I'm just happy to be near someone like you rapping and you giving me props, a legend like you. So it's just me being in the moment. I was just basically doing this for glory and not really for fame. I just I just wanted to be known as somebody who could spit, you know. I wasn't ever envisioning myself with a, a million dollars with like, Jay-Z and that. If you asked me back then, I hated that song. <laughs> but I was a fan of Jay-Z, man. Don't get it twisted. I really, I love Jay-Z's music. But, to every hip-hop, Every hip-hop head, nearly every single hip-hop head from our era always preferred Nas. Nearly every single nearly. I didn't say all, nearly. It's just like nearly every single hip-hop head preferred Biggie. From our era, nearly, I didn't say all, Biggie to Tupac. You know, even though I really love Tupac, but there was something about Biggie. (laughs) Biggie, Biggie brought it. You can disagree with me if you want everybody has their own opinions opinions are like eh, everybody has ones so um basically south africa again was a good experience I, re- I really looked forward to going to south africa when i got back when i got back to nigeria i said okay it's time for me to start working on my album proper a guy i met at the battle kenyan guy called big mike big mike uh, i met some talented MC's Big Mike uh, Rage from Tanzania man he gave me his story man you know he said he met MI when MI came to Tanzania very nice guy I don't know where he is now but Big Mike Big Mike gave me beats man Big Mike could really make his beats were really dope and uh, I used one of his beats uh, that hip hop it was produced by Big Mike and uh, finished off the album Paradigm Shift and uh, believe it or not, I got the most upfront for that. I, I got a good upfront payment for Paradigm Shift. A good up, up, upfront payment. It was nice. Then I performed. I did a Star Mega Jam. Star Mega Jam. I did that. You know, so money wasn't too money wasn't too rough then. You know, we're doing our thing. Did the Glow Tour later. Uh, this was after the Glow Tour. Yeah, the, the Glow Tour. No, no, no this was before the glow tour because the glow tour came much later I even performed at a glow show you know the funny thing about these glow shows everybody respects the chairman the chairman I didn't know I wasn't there but he had this video thing where he was watching the show and you know I did the advert this is my world I rule so I was invited I think they paid me 150k just to do the the, the one verse for the advert and I was like how many seconds so when look when I was on stage rapping, right? I said, everybody, let's do the girl. This is my one. Every single person was like, I rule, I rule. Hey, they not talk, I rule now. When chairman, they watch all of them now. <laughs> chairman, they CCTV, everybody from every angle. Anybody with no talk, I rule, I rule. I'm all, that's your job. Out the window. <laughs> it was fun back then, man. Just uh, performing and getting paid. But that glow glow performance was really special because the advert was, uh, I think it was about just a little over a minute. And that was one of my best performances in Lagos because, you know now, everybody had to participate because the chairman was CCTVing them and he was watching every single person in the room he could just zoom in on somebody when the person was just frowning cuz he hates hip hop and that's his that that's his advert like he paid for it so i guess he wanted everybody to take part like do the chorus with me and it was fun you know having all these agbada wearing suits wearing guys that on a good day won't even show more night love they were just they just had to do it i think it was just i felt powerful Anyhow, before I go, I just have to say this. Build your foundation on respect. That's what I did. Foundation of my existence as a hip-hop artist is built on respect. And it's solid. You just have to do that because, you know, these days I understand that it's one of these... It's a phase, you know, it's a thing to be disrespectful... You know, people go on. There's some people who live on social media. They go on social media and just attack people. We're in the we're living in an era where they cancel people. They say they're canceling you. No human being has the power to cancel another human being. Only God can cancel. You need to understand that. You say one thing that you just feel you know at that moment you feel you need to say it and then people just say oh let's cancel him uh, let's cancel let's stop this, this." listen if it's about cancelling they've been blackballing me for years but that won't stop me from saying what I feel is right and I've seen a whole lot of people come and goes from sound city to hip tv there was a time ife omorugui that's two faces manager there was a time ife worked for hip tv yep there was a time where there's this guy he had a he used to work for hip tv too Then he branched out and started doing his own magazine music jams ORE, shout out to ORE, ORE was a good dude man, I hung around ORE a lot, he was a good dude man, he was a guy with a vision, and um, I wish him nothing but the best, I don't know where he is right now, but if you know where ORE is, please tag ORE and tag me, now before I go, i will just like to say this, um, Popcorn is uploaded directly to my IGTV and it's also on YouTube and it's also on a app called Anchor for podcasts now it's on Anchor it's on YouTube it's on IGTV please and clicks. I don't want to hear people say oh where can I find it oh, like someone told them, oh last week you did not be. It's on my IGTV, my friend. Go and look for it. I'm not going to spoon feed you. So I'll see you guys next week. Mm, Got more stories. Popcorn.